Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. Hello, Bruce Buzz. Jesse Jackson here talking about this one-off special episode. You've heard me talk about Chris Jackson all the time. As I've made it very clear in previous episodes, he has never seen Bruce live. He went with me to Oklahoma City for the April 3rd show. And this is a conversation he and I had in the car the morning after. I've done very little editing. I wanted you to hear his thoughts, and um, I'll have more information and more details about the show uh, with some recordings I made pre-show, but this is Chris's turn to shine. So without further ado, here's the boy. All right, Jesse Jackson here with the man, my favorite son. Chris Jackson here. Uh, if you're only son. Uh, you know, that still that makes you my of. favorite. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we are on the road fairly early, heading back to Big D uh, after your first Bruce show. Yeah, I had a good time last night. It was uh, not that big a crowd, but they were into it. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good show. So, um, we talked a little bit last night, but we were too tired to put on the recorder. So... Um, what were some of your impressions? Uh, let's see. Really like the drummer. Yeah, Max. Max can, he was going at it all night. I like, uh, old Silvio, for sure. Yeah, um, I think you were more excited about seeing, uh, Steven Van Zandt than you were Bruce. 
since you are a huge Sopranos <laughs> fan. Yeah, I was just waiting on him to take somebody out in the crowd or something like that. I think um, I think when Bruce did the the body crowd surf all throughout yeah. from point A to point B, and that was when they put him back up on the stage. That was really cool. Were you uh, surprised he did that? Uh, yeah, but no, because I had seen some stuff with you on okay. uh, different concerts and stuff like that. But okay. it was still cool to see. Uh -huh. yeah. Also, like the uh, saxophone player is badass, excuse my language, but he is. He is a beast. Jake, Jake's bringing it, isn't he? Yeah. And you said he's Clarence's nephew? Yes. Indeed. So it's kind of nice that it's another generation. He's, uh, but he's kind of came into his own. I, I think he's... He seems to really enjoy playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got that look that's kind of, uh, I'm just happy to be here, and I'm giving it my 110% because you don't want to mess up when you're on stage with Bruce. Absolutely. Um, we got about a three-hour and 15-minute show. Yeah, it was. It ended with, uh, I got a question. Why, are they in, why does he end with shout? I, I mean, I know he did, and he gave us one more, but I don't get why he ends with after all those songs, then I hear shout. <laughs> Felt like I was in fifth grade dance or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know why he ends up with shout. Uh, a couple of fans have wished that he would do. You know, he's he's always done covers. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of his favorite covers is a Detroit medley, where he does "Devil in a Blue Dress" and um, a couple other songs. Quarter to three. Uh, has some other things, so I don't know why he's got it. I, I guess it's just a fun way to end. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun still. It was just surprising, because I remember you saying that and he did come out for one more. I loved it. We talked about last night that he, you know, they'll they'll go at the end of a song, they don't ever tell a story. Bruce just, one, two, three, and they go on to the next song immediately. I was telling you how funny that thing it is that you better know what you're doing that night. Because he's, he's going without you. Enter in without you. You know, um, little Steven has said that, and I think this is a little bit of a stretch, even though I love Steven and Bruce, that he says he can tell what song they're going into by the way Bruce counts it down. Huh. Um, yeah, I, eh, let's put that on the braggy montage. Yeah, I don't know if he can do that or not, because it sounds the same, but I'm, hell, I'm not up there. Yeah. Um, but... I do think that's interesting. You know, there is no, okay, let's wait for a few minutes. I'm going to tune my guitar. Yeah, let's do a story. You know, uh, yeah, drink a little water. No, he's... Yep, with the crowd. and I love that he really interacts with the crowd. I thought it was cool that he um, will look at the other side of the crowd, like the one that's got their back to him. Yeah. Or he's got their back to them. He'll play to them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you can just really tell that they're having fun up there and that they're enjoying what they're doing it's not a job to them it's they would be doing this if there was 10 people there or yeah, not I, I really do um what do you uh you say when Bruce gets crunk what does he do I, oh yeah so that's what's gonna point out too is that like he's got a different guitar or, or a routine of it but yeah whenever he gets real crunk he'll throw it like whoa you better catch it yeah <laughs> that's a ten thousand twelve thousand dollar guitar I don't know guitar pricing, but yeah. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. And you know that yellow <laughs> fender he's been doing, you know, on close-ups, you'll see how much it's scarred and, you know, oh, yeah. that he's been playing that thing for a while. Yeah, and he just throws he it just in the throws air. He just throws it, chunks it. I'd love to be that guy that catches it. 
Yeah, I think the Cowboys should look at him yeah, for, his, for a receiver. He's catching better than Dez did. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. Yeah, because you know, um, when Bruce scores at home, you better not have any drops. Yeah, exactly. So it was, uh, but it was it was awesome. I think. Um, yeah, I mean Bruce looks good. You know, is that his real hair color? You think? That's a great question. I don't know. Um, you know, he certainly shows his age. He, um, it does not look like he's had any, you know, uh, plastic surgery no, or anything. No, no, no. He looks old. Yeah. Well, he just looks older. He's 66. Yes. Better shape than I am. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm 27, and he's in way better shape than I am. So, I think another thing that you mentioned last night that I want you to expand a little bit on because I thought that was a great line, is, you know, beginning of the show, full of energy, oh, yeah. everything going. It was. At the beginning of the show, he's he's, he's, juiced. he's You can see he's always got his eyes open. He's just run, running around. And then towards the end of the show, the only time he uses energy is when he's singing because you can just tell the old man's tired. He's walking <laughs> around. He's got that old man look on his face. He's got the old butt. He, there's no like the show didn't drop off or anything either. Yeah. It was it was continuously great. Well, and as you said, that's after two and a half yeah, hours. Two and a half music. hours of sixty-six year old man walking everywhere, going through the pit. Yeah, I remember. I didn't tell you this last night. Do you remember that lady? Um, whenever he walked around first, like bawling her eyes out yes. when she saw Bruce's face. Yes, and he was hugging her. And, yes, and she yeah. just was like going, like she could have, take me now. Yes. So, you say this reminds you a little bit of a cult? Oh, I did say that last night. Yes, this is, so a lot of the stuff, I didn't know many of the songs, and the ones I did were great, but I didn't know many of them, so I just would listen, and then it's, we're, we were kind of high up, and it was so loud, I couldn't understand some of the lyrics at times, so I would just kind of crowd look, I would kind of crowd surf and look, and it's, yeah, it felt like a Sunday, you know, church TV, Bible study type of atmosphere, no disrespect. I understand Uh, exactly what you're saying. But yeah, it's kind of like a cult, it looks like you could make a Boondocks episode out of it. You know Uh, what, I bet you could. You Uh, could. The Church of Springsteen. Yes. Because there's people, there's grown men, there's 70, 80 year old people just dancing like I would to Zero or Lil Wayne or something like that. Yeah. Just loving it. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, it's kind of like in my, you know, my family over at work right now, they just, you could tell everyone really was enjoying each other. We sat next to a nice couple. It was his first show and you could just tell he was feeling the music. It, It was... It was getting in his body, and it kind of switched over. It was kind of funny, too. It is a three-and-a-half-hour show. Yeah. And there was a couple people that were like, okay, F this. Yeah. I got work in the morning. And a couple people left, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, the couple behind us, the two ladies behind us, were screaming and yelling, uh, a lot of fun. Um, there were a fair amount of seats. Chris and I just never, you know, tried to get down lower we were pretty happy where we were yes yeah, it was a steep climb i didn't want to chance my luck yeah fall on my butt behind yeah, absolutely um so we got you a shirt got me a shirt got you a poster got us the um ten dollar downloads we'll be able to hear this we'll be able to hear the concert yes absolutely you know um i still think you should have got your glasses though yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so, I, you know, I wear prescription glasses, and I was just staring at those uh, river sunglasses that look so cool, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, like, so wanting them, and then, but Chris is like, you know you can't see. You can't see out of them, though, so. <laughs> yeah, but I look good. Yeah, you would. And, you know, and I just think, you know, taking them to the eye doctor, hi, can you take this $25 <laughs> frame and put in $100 lenses? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so if they're a Bruce fan, they'd understand, right? Absolutely. Um, Gary W. Talent was rocking, uh, it looks like, the Ray-Bans. Yep. The sunglasses. He yeah, was he, took his, he took his, never took his glasses off. No, he was enjoying that. Yeah. I th- also thought it was cool towards the end of the show. Um, all those people that had signs in the pit, they got to come dance with Bruce. And one of them was a dad and son. The other one was some kind of heritage. The other one was, I yeah, wanna, there said the Navajo. Family, yeah, I yeah. want to dance with the redhead, mm-hmm. which she's hot, by the way. But Susie is very hot. Especially she's playing the violin. Yeah, she rocks it. Yeah, I'd say I'd have to say my favorite though is, of course, Bruce. But I think my favorite is probably uh, Clarence's nephew. Yeah, he just rock. He was getting me so cr- And then the drummer, because yeah. everyone gets to walk around and. But he is banging those drums all, and he looks like you'd be an accountant. Like, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> he does not look like he's in the E Street band. Yeah, you could not pick him out of a lineup. Yeah, he got his little tie on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he. Uh, now, uh, Lil Steven dresses conservatively, doesn't he? Oh man, with his do rag on or whatever he calls it. Yeah, and his he's long got, earrings. Yeah. And, and he's got the sill look, man. He's he got does. that look that is. I know it's his face, but. Yeah. I just kept seeing Silvio last night. It was great. Yeah. So, Chris, what kind of music do you normally listen to? I listen to a lot of stuff, like rap, hip-hop. I like country music. I like 90s alternative. Just depends on my mood or where I'm at. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, typically, yeah, it just depends on where I'm at and, and what we're doing and it's my mood. So, I, I'd say I'm kind of a Camille. I kind of like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Was, um... Now, um, how's this compared to the Little Wayne concert you went to? Yeah, it's apples and oranges. Yeah, it really is. I had more fun at the Bruce one, but I knew way more songs and yeah. got way more into the Little Wayne one. But yeah. that's to be expected just because I'm not right. a huge Bruce fan. I think I really dig his music. You always play it at the house anyway, so right. I have no choice but to know some of the songs. <laughs> Do you remember... Um, when I started getting obsessed with Bruce from your memory? I just remember mom saying that you didn't even drink Diet Coke the first time you saw him because you did not want to go to the bathroom. And then you told me that story last night again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember you used to love the Beach Boys, a.k.a. the Beach Bags. Yes. And and then um, all of a sudden you turned on them and went to uh, Bruce Springsteen and you're like, Beach Boys who? Brian Wilson sucks. Wow. wow! I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, turn my back on him. No, I, you know I've always, uh, I still love Brian Wilson, though I'm a little disappointed in myself. Um, we went this past summer and saw Brian Wilson. Uh, he was touring with his um, No Peer Pressure, his solo album, and he's coming back, and he's doing Pet Sounds live. Oh wow, cool! And I, I don't know, know if we're gonna go. You should. Yeah, well, the problem is, is that you're gonna be like, "This sucks," because it's not Bruce. Well, and you probably go what? 
two hours at the most and you'll be like this guy blows <laughs> and you know it's exact same set list and not just because it's pet sounds i mean you know he just doesn't do anything yeah. um you know strange and uh or anything out of the ordinary so i don't know we'll see i may you know try to go yeah you know looking back last night i really liked um uh, Meet Me in the City. I really liked. What's the song that he messed up a long time ago? And now everyone just sings it. Hungry Heart. That was, oh, that was that was probably my favorite. Hungry Heart was. Yeah, that was in the early going too. And that's when yeah. he crowd surfed the whole time. I yeah. love the mom song. Mom loves Cadillac Ranch. I've yes. got that stuck in my head this morning. All right. Uh, what else did he play towards the end? Like Thunder Road. Yeah, he did Thunder Road. And Born to Run. Born to Run. Uh, everyone going crazy. Oh yeah. Even I was. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. We were really high up, but they had cool video screens. Yeah. So I got to, I looked at those basically the whole time. Right. Because it shows Stevie and Bruce and the drummer just jamming out, like Ryan Carroll or something. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Ryan Carroll is uh, Chris's cousin. My nephew is a professional drummer for a heavy metal band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It'd be interesting to hear from Ryan to go to a show oh, and yeah. talk about how Max is doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because, you know, I'm always amazed that, you know, Max doesn't really get to take, uh, you know, a song off. Nope. Sometimes, you know, Jake's just playing the tambourine. Yeah. Not, no disrespect. No disrespect. I'm sure that tambourine is very needed. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention the piano player is, is badass, yes. too. Yeah, he is. Uh, Roy's pretty good. Um, and they're a big fan of the... Yes, they are. <laughs> they would show that a lot on the yep. screen, him going that. Uh, did, um... Thought, um... During uh, Little Girl, I Want to Marry You. Uh, that was good. Bruce pretty good with the Morocco. Yeah, I know. He did. He had them. One thing I noticed, too, about Bruce is that he keeps his eyes closed. He's really feeling yeah. his music. He doesn't open his eyes at all whenever he's really singing. Yeah. Especially whenever the lights were dim and it was a slow song. Yeah. He would never, he'd rarely open his eyes up. And it's kind of funny to think about, you know, the river came out what? What year? 1980. What year is this? Uh, 2016. Cool. Okay. Thank you, Danny Balance. Yes. Yeah, that in 1980, you know, you had to have, you know, thinking about what was going on back then and probably thinking about stuff going on and today and how they can relate. And so, yeah, you can really tell that he feels what he's saying. He uh, he seemed to go out in the crowd more than the past couple of shows. Oh, I've seen, okay, cool. Which was nice. Uh, a lot of fun interactions. Um, it was. He brought up four or five people for Dancing in the Dark. And, yeah. And one guy actually got a guitar. Yes, and got to play, and he yeah. looked like he knew what he was doing. It did. Yeah, remind me a little bit of uh, you know Tom England, who's been nice enough to be on the podcast. Um, he had a sign, I want to play Working on the Highway with the E Street Band, and Bruce brought him on stage, and they played it together. Yeah. Um, you know, and I also noticed that Bruce isn't like, oh, let me just go in the crowd. Like, he cares about him. He, he kept saying, you the man, the little kids. Yes. Sign stuff. And then he would take he would take pictures of people. And, yeah, he just was really interactive. Uh Donna, your friend, had said the exact same thing, that he can yeah. really relate to a bunch of people that you think he's just uh, listening to him on 
good segue. Your yeah. buddy, what's his name, Pat? Patrick, yeah. Patrick got to be in the pit. We saw him afterwards the show, and he yeah. said that if you're going to be a Bruce fan and you're going to go to a show, you might as well try to go to the pit one time. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I may have to do that. I've always said that um, because it's a lot of standing, and, you know, I'm not a man who likes to stand or walk, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but... Um, Patrick, who wrote the note that went viral about excusing his daughter from uh, being tardy, yeah. um, had came in and uh, he got to be like, you know, his belly, you know, belly against the stage. He yep. was in front row, and uh, I'm sure he's going to post that on Facebook and talk about it. I'm hoping to have him on the show to talk about that experience. But he said it felt like. The whole band was just playing to him. Yep. So close. He said that. He said that multiple times. You could tell uh, old Clean Cut Patrick was juiced. Yes. Really excited after the uh, after the show. It was nice meeting him. Yeah, it was. Um, we, uh, <coughs> I, I always like Drive All Night, the real slow song. Yep. And uh, they've started over the past couple episodes. Uh, shows and they did this one too you know where people start using their phones for their lighters yeah no one carries a lighter anymore, anymore yeah but that was really cool to see that um it i know there's been a little bit of noise about they can't believe the show didn't sell out but i tell you what i feel a little bit the way when you're sitting in a mass uh-huh. And the priest starts uh, complaining about people not going to mass every Sunday, yeah. and you go, "Dude, hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Exactly. Why, why, why are so I kind of felt like, uh, don't be blaming the people that were there. They were loud. Yeah. They were engaged. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't really even tell whenever the show started because it was right. so dark. Yeah. And plus, I didn't care that there wasn't that many people there because we got leg room. We got to spread out. Yes. So it was really. It is kind of funny though that every. Our section was completely empty, but of course, one, two, three, four, five, like everyone that could get a ticket around us had a ticket around us. <laughs> uh, yes, I so thought we had about no that room. Too. I was like, really? Yeah, uh, you know, there's empty seats everywhere, and like, and like three rows in front of us was a totally empty row, but you know, you're kind of, okay, do I try to go there, and then what are the odds? Someone's going to come and go, you're in my seat. Yep. So, yeah, so... Um, there was the first six seats on that row, uh, a couple on the left of me, yep. then there was a couple on the right of you, and we're like, like really? Man, really? Really? And then Ch- Chesapeake Bay, why do we have no cup holders? Except at the end of the aisle. That's just idiocracy. You know, what he's talking about, and it's true, you know, most stadiums now have a cup holder, either in the front you know, or on in the arm, and the arena there has one uh, on the aisle seat only. <laughs> so it. you're like, oh, not only do you get the aisle, but, but you, you also get a, get cup, a cup holder. holder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up? Yeah. Um, too many pictures of the Thunder's player around. I think. Oh yeah, you can totally tell that. Uh, that's the only thing in town is the Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder. Yes. Um, this is your second. This was your second visit to the arena, yep. right? We went. Uh, we went last year on my birthday, or around that time. Me, mom, you, Sherrod, 
get married. Yeah. And um, got our butts kicked by Oklahoma City. So this was definitely a better experience. Yeah, than it that was. Stadium. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no hurt feelings either way. Would you go again? I would. Yeah, I definitely would. Okay. Um, you know, I said this. If I had to miss WrestleMania, the only thing I could think about would be Bruce Springsteen. So. Yeah. I would though. I would definitely go again. I'd love to. Um, if he tours again, and if he does not a like a, the river or something, it'd be cool to see. Because we talked about this last night, that normally it's not a set list. He kind of right. just says, "I've got 40 songs, and I'm gonna pick you know 30 of them, right? And just kind of go in order." And then I would love to hear Bruce and the Easter Grand cover an Elvis Presley song. Yes, that would be. And I'd love to hear the wrestler, and I would love to hear Dream Baby Dream. Yeah. Those are a couple songs that I know he's not going to play, but I just was in my head being like, man, how cool would that be? Yeah. Yeah, I know you love The Wrestler. It's a good song. Yeah, and then uh, Dream Baby Dream is our kind of family uh, theme song. Sure. So, you want to tell that story? How that started being? Yeah, sure, of course. So, we're uh, we're going on the way to Louisiana uh, to go see my grandma, my dad's mom, Mimi. Shout out to Mimi. Um, and we were going to get, um, oh, we just got, we stopped and got something to eat or something. And dad was like, hey, there's a new Bruce song out that I want to listen to. And for those of you who don't know, just Google or YouTube Dream Baby Dream. And it's a real simple song, but it's a great melody and it's just awesome. And sure enough, my mom doesn't, who doesn't have a filter, doesn't ever, uh, think before she speaks at times what did she say she was like this it's too simple jesse where's the lyrics it's like mom it's a really good song and then knowing my mom again no filter she always puts her puts her foot in her mouth though because then she was like i like that song can we play it again like you were just talking smack about it indeed but yes that is the Story, and then it ended up being, yeah, like a family theme a little bit. We yeah. always like it. So, yeah, she would, uh, she, we had to play. And then one thing about my lovely bride, um, she is a big fan of the repeat. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, no doubt that song, you know, like she had it playing in like that song seven or eight have. songs in a row. And um, so, anyway, we're playing it. You know, two or three times in a row. Yeah, it's like it's a good song, but let's listen to something else. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, um, so it started. Um, we would, um, you know, like when Chris had to go do something important, or you know, like for a job interview or something going on. And then when I was looking for a job, I'd always play "Dream Baby Dream" right before I walked out of the car to go interview. Yep. And then, um, we're big cowboy fans at our house, uh, which has been a tough journey this past 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll be out on the porch and we'll be, you know, doing what we call happy hour, which is exactly what it seems. You know, a lot of laughing, a lot of joking, chips, dip, uh, bourbon, food, beer, you name and, it. Yeah. Tasty we're having beverages. And, uh, but uh, right before we go in to, because we always DVR the game, 
Uh, right before we're going to go start hit play, you know, Chris looks over and goes, okay, you know, Dream Baby Dream pops. And we play that last song, and then we go in there and watch the Cowboy game. Yep. So, good times. Yes, it is. It, it's been very nice. Yeah, and overall, I'd give it a A+. Plus. I enjoyed every second of it. It was cool. I got to tell you, it was awesome to share this with you. And, um, and to even put more emphasis on the cult thing. Oh, yeah. It is like, a cult, man. Patrick's like, you made your first show. Yeah, good job. Were you electrified? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was. I was. But it's, a, it's almost like, oh, you made your first sale. Or exactly. you were baptized. Or, exactly. You know, or, oh, wow, you've had your first kid. Exactly. Like, yeah. I was expecting to get some kind of hidden shirt or like a... <laughs> Like a branding or something like that. Yeah, yes. I was expecting to get something like that. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um, so, any other final thoughts? No, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Bob Bland, Gary Grant, and Junior Lopez. Yeah, uh, they will. Uh, I'm sure. Oh will yeah. We'll be picking at you. Um, so, um, thanks guys for listening. I appreciate it. It was a blast sharing this with Chris. Uh, we'll have, um, I'll be at the Dallas show in a couple of days, and, uh, I'll have more things then, but for now, this is Jesse Jackson. You can find me at Jesse Jackson DFW. We have a, um, you can send me an email at setlessthingbruce at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at setlessthingbruce. Uh, I periscoped a few songs on the show last night, so... They'll be posted as well. And so, thanks. Alright, so LJ. JW. Talk about being a Bruce Widow. Um, it's like being an Iron Man, Iron Man Widow. Er. Really? Are you that big of a fan of Iron Man, the TV, uh, the comic book character? No. The Iron Man triathlon. Oh, really? What is that? 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and a 26.2 mile run. What do you have, about a week to do that? <laughs> a day. 17 hours. Holy crap. So, um, you competed in one of those last year, didn't you? I did. I did not complete it, but I did compete in it. It was great fun. And uh, didn't you make a deal with me? I did. What was the deal? That this year, 2016, would be all about JW. But didn't, wasn't there something about money and comparable worth? Yes. Bruce Unlimited. Because for every dollar you spend on Iron Man, I could spend a dollar on uh, going to see Bruce Springsteen Absolutely. Concerts. And everything that that entails. Uh, so, tell me about my Christmas present. So, I was very sick, had strep throat, and I decided to make travel arrangements and concert tickets on the day that I was like the sickest. And so I booked travel for Cleveland, but I booked his ticket for San, for St. Louis. So... For Louisville. I'm sorry, Louisville, that's right. So now, then, I, so I'm going to stop you there and just ask you a question. I already was going to, um, to see him in Pittsburgh. And why did you decide that you wanted me to go one other show? Because I wanted to thank my Sherpa for the last year of what? being so supportive and stuff. What's a Sherpa? 
It is someone who waits on you hand and foot, takes care of your every need, and you take care of the cleaning, the cooking, the grocery shopping, and so to say thank you, the best way to do that is Bruce on tour, and it was a difficult it was difficult for me to do because Bourbon Country is our favorite place together. But I sent you there because I wanted you to see a concert so that you could be back at work on Monday morning. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Uh, do you remember, uh, what do you remember about the first show we went to way back in 2002, The Rising Show? The reunion? Yes. Um, I don't remember much about it. It didn't affect me like it affected you. Um, I would say, though, that the two shows in... We went to Cleveland in 2000, what, 2012? Yeah, 2012. 2012, and um, the one in Louisville, both were surprising and really exciting. The one in um, Houston was okay, but I think it was really the venue and the energy because it, we saw somewhat in, in um, Cleveland, we saw something in the early part of his tour, and then I think, didn't we see him in the late in the lighter part of his tour as well yes that same year in same year yeah we and he didn't have he had the same amount of energy that he had when we saw him at the first part of the tour who's your favorite band member max yes why why max well i mean they're all old guys but they're all in such great shape it's crazy yes so uh do, do you um do you have some favorite songs yes Share. So, there is a song that Jess and Chris and I started playing when I did my high school reunion, 30, I think it was 30 year reunion. And it was. What was it? What was it? What was it? What? Was it? what? The song. Dream of the Baby three Dream. Of Dream Baby Dream, yes. And that's my very favorite song. And then there's. Um, Rocky well, Ground. So let's let's go back to when you first heard Dream Baby Dream. What were your thoughts on it? It was lame. I thought it was lame. But <laughs> why, then I played why, it again a year later with a few drinks in me and my son and my husband together, and then both singing it out loud. It became like our song that we played before Cowboys games. Song that I played before Iron Man. Song that I played during every single Iron Man training session that I did on my bike or my run. So it became an anthem for both Iron Man, Cowboys, and the Jackson family. Yeah, I, I understand they actually played Dream Baby Dream on the beach before the race started there yes. in Florida. I, didn't, I don't remember that, but I know that CJ played it for me on the way to the beach. Yes. And then he and Mary both got a good vibe about that when it was we were heading out. I don't remember that, but... Okay. Now, uh, you mentioned Wrecking Ball. Yes. Uh, talk to me about that one. That was the good times that we had that year of um, the two Bruce and Bourbon tours. Yes. And Wrecking Ball's got a lot of great stuff on it. And again, my favorite there is uh, Rocky Ground. My sister and I went to Big Bend, and we did a lot of hiking, probably 40 miles of hiking in seven days, with yes. a lot of backpacking in the middle of it. Right. And so when we were doing some hard parts, and we were all by ourselves, and it was quiet, and I would just feel the ground below me and say, this we're 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 um we're um walking on rocky ground traveling over rocky ground yeah and so that anthem was in my head the whole week and or 10 days that we were 
backpacking and camping. So, uh, bothers you. Uh, you just said the reason that the song bothers me. Go for you're not a booty. You're not a beauty, but you're all right. So, what does that mean to you? You're like settling, if you were going to rewrite settling. it, that's settling, and that's sad. Okay. Very nice. Cool. Um, so, if uh, he plays in uh, Dallas and Oklahoma City, we're hoping, are you going to go see him again? For sure. Yeah? Um, I know that... Oh, just ain't worth the way to go. Just ain't the way to do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I, Oklahoma or Dallas, I know that I, CJ and JW are going to do a boys trip, and then I want the three of us to do a trip together. Oh, nice. So, JW, you could have two more shows in you. Yay. Good. So, um, so, what do you feel, um, what do I act like when I'm trying to do a podcast and everything that you You've explained before that I'm at times almost like a little kid and charming. Like, uh, you know, do you think of this just as a fun little hobby and you're glad it makes me happy? Or? Yes, because I think it kept you from jumping off a bridge when you were unemployed. Oh, very nice. Cool. So, if you had a favorite musical person, who would yours be? Kate Bush. Very nice. Um, John Hyatt. Yeah? Those are from oldie days. Yeah. Those are still my two favorites. Yes. Uh, you tend to listen to a lot more diverse music than I do, don't you? I do. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things you do that I find very charming and or irritating is you'll decide you like a song and uh, you may wear out the repeat button, right? Yes. I do that frequently. <laughs> I'll play it 40, 50, 60 times and, you know, then I'll decide whether I like it or not. But okay. usually, if I've played it more than two or three times, I like it. Okay. That's from college. That's from um, high school days. Yes. Um, what were some bands you back back in the day that you were big fans of? I know John, John Hyatt, Kate Bush. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Chicago, the yeah. Eagles. Um. I'm not. I guess I'm not as diverse as I think or you think I am. I don't know. It just seems like you listen to, um, you know, you listen to the New Wave channel. Or no, I, yes, it, was, it is. It's um, it is the New Wave channel. Yeah. And you seem to like a little more diverse uh, than I do. Uh, Elvis Costello. Yeah. Very favorite. Uh huh. Um, let me see who else. You went through a stage where you really liked the Talking Heads. Yes, I still like the Talking Heads. Fabulous exercise music. Uh -huh. The Talking Heads. Do you think, in a lot of ways, your music uh, taste is driven by what you like to listen to while you're working out? Yes, absolutely. And the stuff that I know, I mean, I do have some Eminem that is great workout music. Yeah. Um, I do have some country music that's great workout music, but for the most part, it's the stuff that I know. What makes a good workout song? Um, a heavy beat. Yeah. Um, and fast really really fast or, or really really slow because then you can spend either one of those paces okay do uh is there 
you, for a long time, you used to call them the beach bags. I love them. Oh, yeah. Well, I love Brian Wilson. Yeah. I thought he was kind of a creep and weird, but he's a genius. And when you see his background and his history, you think, God, how did he even come out alive at all? Yeah. And how is this the beach boy that's still alive? That is kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I thought it would be Carl Wilson, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, did... Do you tend to rotate your workout songs, or do you have... No, I use the same ones. Just over and over again? Mm -hmm. I had the same. I do the same thing in swim. I start in the same um, song on my swim workouts, and they pretty much end in an hour or two hours. Same music. Do you think... Is that partly because you know... Uh-huh. You can tell where you are in your workout? Yes. That's okay. exactly the reason. Is I know that I'm 30 minutes in. I got 20 minutes left. I got 10 minutes left. I got five minutes left, yes. I'm, I'm very uh, simple. Do you uh, do you reach a point where you're tired of a song? No. Not on this, this select uh, works? Not on the select works. I mean, I may switch my works out and then... Because, I mean, I may grow tired of... There are a couple songs like, um, Show Me Your... Show Me... Um, uh, what's the beat? Be, be Brave, the song? Yeah, the song brave, yeah. Right, yeah. I got sick of that. Okay. I want to see you be brave. Yeah. Uh, I got sick of hearing the, the, uh, shoot. The song that's on, um, Iron Man. Uh -huh. it, it's all yours. Yeah. Uh. The Verve? The Verve, yeah. Yeah, right. I got sick of hearing the Verve. Okay. Um. But that's pretty much it. But that's because I overdosed on it at the beginning of my training, trying to get all pumped up for my yeah. six months of training. Uh, did uh, the uh, when you listen to Brian Wilson's first solo album, what first thing comes to mind? Uh, being pregnant and being sick as a dog, being pregnant. And so I still get morning sickness when I hear that song, oh, that album. But I love that 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 music. I yeah. love that CD, that album. It's um. It's greatness, but it does kind of have morning sickness. Okay. So, um, do you do you understand? I, I guess the question I'm kind of leading the witness, but you didn't really understand this Bruce obsession until uh, we did go to yes. our Bourbon and Bruce tour. Yes. And I walked a lot so that we could go to the Bourbon Distilleries. Right. And you listened to a lot of Bruce music and... And got used to it. Yes. And understood, the, uh, you know, understood the music for the most part. Yeah. And so, you, you know, I talk a lot about hearing him live, you know, changed my life. But you said it didn't change your life, but it did something else. Yeah, it changed my view on him, I sort of understood why you get so much inspiration from him, because, I mean, he's a 60-something-year-old guy, and he's in better shape than most 25-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, he puts on a great show, long periods of time, you don't know what he's going to play, three shows in three days, and you're not going to hear the same mix-up, and so, yeah, I mean, he's, it's amazing, it's, it's an amazing show. So, you're a little skeptical, because, you know, we just recently listened to The River, and you went, Oh, I don't remember. I don't like as many songs as I thought I, I did. Yeah, but you still want to see him live because you're curious to see what he's going to do with it live. Yes, yes. Because there may be some stuff that are you know because we the last time we listened to the river was on our way down to Iron Man in February. I mean in uh, November. And I'm like that's when I decided. Well, I don't really like as much as I remembered I did. Yeah. 
but yeah, I would like to see him do a perform an all album, and then I would like to see what he does, you know, at the back end because that's going to be different. Yeah, very nice. Well, um, so what else do you want to share to the listeners, Linda, in this special meet, uh, Mister Mrs. Set Lusting Bruce? <laughs> just, um, just that you know. JW loves what he's doing. I love that he does it. And if I'm a widow of podcasts, it's all good. So, do you think I'm more obsessed with Bruce or Doctor Who? Uh, Bruce. Uh, Doctor Who. Bruce. I don't know. I can't. I can't. It just depends on the day. Okay. Very nice. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And if you want to be on Set Lusting Bruce, please send an email to at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page, Set Lusting Bruce, and a Twitter account, at Set Lusting Bruce. Uh, we want to have you on to tell your Bruce story. And if you have another musical person you want to talk about, hey, if you want to talk about Kate Bush, Linda would love that episode. <laughs> so For sure. Yeah. So, thanks as always, and uh, we'll... Uh, you sure it isn't Land Hope and Dreams because it's got more in it? No, that's not the reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. achieve the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom is dead. My mom is right there. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>
or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.